I'm Maya McNulty, and this is the Fundraising Secrets Podcast, made for Fundpreneurs. Fundpreneurs is a heart-centered leader. Fundpreneurs take no BS and make no apologies for serving the public. Fundpreneurs unite and thrive knowing that together we will prevail. Fundpreneurs will fight for the cause, raise awareness, and serve with humility. Fundpreneurs are resourceful, compassionate, and philanthropy is our middle name. Fundpreneurs deploy the organization's task with honor and champions the mission. Fundpreneurs enrich lives and put ethics before conversions. Fundpreneurs define strength in numbers, believe in the cause, create the future, build fundraising empires, impact the world. Fundpreneurs are driven and inspired knowing that we are making fundraising fun. I'm a Fundpreneur. Welcome back. You're listening to Fundraising Secrets, and I'm Maya McNulty, your host. Thanks for joining me, everyone. Today, we've got a great show for you. Kendra McHale, she's the Director of Development at the YWCA of Northeastern New York. Welcome, Kendra. Hello, hello. I would like to shake your hand so that people know you're a real person. Yes. Yes, yes. So, love connecting with you. You look amazing, by the way. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. This is great, great. So, for our listeners, they don't know who Kendra McHale is. So let's let's see. Who let's are you? do some education. That's great. Um, my I actually grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I went to Penn State, so go Penn State. I was actually a communications major, and I wanted to be on TV. Believe it or not. And here's what happened. I actually had a life changing moment. Um, my grandfather actually started choking in our driveway. Mm-hmm. And I actually performed CPR and was able to bring my grandfather back to life. Um, that moment right there, I knew that I wanted to be in some sort of an organization that helps other individuals. Um, I was a lifeguard and taught swimming lessons since the beginning, you know, back in 15 years, when I was like 15 years old. I knew that I needed to work in an organization that helped other individuals. And right out the gate, without any confusion, I started working at the YMCA as the aquatics director and uh, right the day after I graduated from Penn State I moved right up to New York and was completely independent of my without my parents around Um, I was actually in that department for several years and then throughout my career at the YMCA uh, promotion about every couple years Um, I worked there for about 12 years as the and then I ended my career as the executive director Um, I learned so much with this organization with the YMCA Um, I really felt that my passion was working with individuals in need, um, community engagement, and also fundraising, um, or I like to call it, you know, friendraising. And um, took a couple years off to try to find, um, you know, the other side of my life. So I tried some nonprofit sales and marketing, excuse me, profit sales and marketing. And there was always something missing in my life which led me right back to the YWCA, which is a completely separate and distinct organization from the YMCA. Um, So the organization, if I may transition right into the YWCA, is um, based out of our facility, is actually based out of the stockade right here in Schenectady. And we have been in existence for 130 years, with our building being there for 90 years. It was first built um, by the GE wives. 
So believe it or not, the men would go to work, the wives, what would they do? They actually fundraised, it was their first fundraising commitment, and they raised a million dollars to be able to build this beautiful um, building. Um, and basically it was, it was for social, you know, the women wanted to swim, the women wanted to be in the gym, they wanted to have a place in the garden, they, if they, um, you know, they were home by themselves, if the men were working double shifts, they had an opportunity to stay at the YW. Um, and then it kind of transitioned when the men actually went to war, the women then stayed there full time. They had security. They knew that they were in a safe place. They knew that um, they were always going to be taken care of. Um, and we are still doing that good work at the YWCA. We actually have 55 women that live on site. And there's a waiting list of two, three months of women that want to live in our, or, you know, live in our building. Mm -hmm. So each woman is, is given a, um, a small room. I like to consider it like a dorm room, mm -hmm. if you can, you know, you can envision that, with shared um, kitchen and shared bathrooms. And um, they pay rent, um, but it's for individuals or women that actually need that that assistance with their um, with their rent so it's very low income housing um, at the YW now too um, we also have an early learning center at the bottom of our, our facility uh, the garden level we call it and they've actually received so many awards over these last few years and it's really like the best kept secret um, of the organization um, we take we take youth three months up until they're their school age level. Um, and we actually have waiting lists in those programs as well. Um, and then lastly, more recently, and I say recently over like the last 20 years or so, we have taken on this huge piece of our mission, mission which is the domestic violence awareness and everything that comes along with those pieces. So our mission is um, empowering women and eliminating racism. And we are trying to fill those gaps for those women. So we have shelters throughout Schenectady County. Um, we actually have um, some locations right on site for women that need to be transitional with families. And again, we have apartments out in the community where we also you know, leave these women in an undisclosed location where they can feel safe. Um, and, and really, truly, we are providing transitional programming income assistance, whatever these women need to help get themselves back on their feet. That's amazing. You're doing such a great job, too. And this is a new role for you at the Director of Development over at the YWCA, because you said yes. you were at the YM. Yes. Um, how many women are you serving? Well, I will give you some stats here. Last year alone, we provided 18,965 units of services. So what that means, then, is we gave each service is considered a unit. So 480 women and children went through our actual program. 659 of those units were domestic violence phone calls. Um, we've provided over 3,000 counseling sessions and we also have also started a high-risk program where we work with the Schenectady County Sheriff's Department and we have 39 high-risk cases that our staff and the sheriff's judges local attorneys are really digging in and trying to help these individuals amazing how long do the women stay and live 
over at the YWCA? Great question. Actually, um, it's ideal that it's a transitional housing. So we, we have individuals stay um, as little as three months. However, we do have one individual that has been there for 20 years. Um, they really, this really truly becomes their home. So 20 years, uh, are they taking on a role, a leadership role, to help educate or assist other women, or is it just because it's low rent and it's like... It's it's a mixture of both, uh -huh. and, and really they become connected so much with the staff, we become their family. They don't mm -hmm. have family. Um, we're a great support system for them. They take um, new individuals that come into our building, take them under their wing. So to answer your question, yes. They play so many roles with newer individuals, and yes, the rent does help as well, but we really truly have become a family to them. Yeah, that's amazing. So let's um, talk about the why, because there are a lot of other organizations out there, and uh, people will donate where they feel more connected to the cause. Mm -hmm. So the YWCA, you're helping to eliminate racism, um, empowering women. I think that's a beautiful mission. So community, talk about the community of, of the people, the women, your staff, uh, sure. you guys all make this happen. So talk about that. Yes. So actually there's there's only 70 staff members on our team, you know, servicing large. these 18,000 services. So, so we have counselors, we've got, um, you know, our executive team, we've got property. We operate a 24-hour facility. So having the means to be able to operate like that. Um, individuals that we truly connect with are individuals that are now recognizing women in these leadership roles and helping other women, not by being catty, but being uplifting and empowering them to be successful on their own. We need to come together, not only as individuals in the community, but as organizations partnering to recognize that women are truly important and that we need to be embracing them and lifting them up. How does one qualify to be in your organization to have housing? Great question. Um, there's many different factors. Um, however, what I would truly recommend anyone to do is contact our direct team or our direct number at our facility because, again, there's there's a multitude and yet flexible scale that we work with to be able to find the right services for an individual. Now, do these women that come in, how about medical? Do they have insurance? Not a lot of them, no. So um, we do work with some outside organizations. We work with transportation to get them to their doctor's appointments. We do have a lot of insurance companies that do come in to help facilitate that piece for them. Uh, but you have, a, you have a mixture. You have a mixture of individuals. Yeah, so tell us why um, would an organization or a sponsor, let's talk about sponsorship, sure. get involved with your organization to, I know the mission is great, right? We Nobody wants to be a racist and, uh, you know, we want to end that, right? And yes. empower, we want to empower women as much as we want to empower women right. and children and men. Uh, but you are, you're unique and it is just for women and I love the story that you brought up with the General Electric because people, I'm from uh, Schenectady, New York, and I know we have over 7,000 people listening to this podcast on Amazing Secrets, and uh, GE is we bring good things to life, and if you have a light bulb or a refrigerator, you probably have a General Electric <laughs> appliance or something in your home that is made from General Electric. That's our hometown, and these guys are literally a stone throw from that building, yes. and so it's great that you brought up the, the wives that um, were the, the wives of these engineers that yes. brought up all um all this infrastructure, so really cool. Um, but if it, as an organization wanted to get in, 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 in uh, and, you know, involved, involved, yes. yeah, absolutely. I mean, the direct point of contact would be myself. Um, 
again, the, the development director. I'm kind of spearheading, you know, all of our new and rejuvenized uh, partnerships and corner, corporate sponsors. Um, a lot of ways that an organization can get involved, not necessarily with money, but in-kind services. Um, a lot of these individuals need new clothes. We want to help them get to interviews and get a job. We need suits. We need shoes. We need um, sheets for their beds. Um, so basically, take yourself and start from scratch, and you have nothing. And here we are providing that. Yeah, even toiletries. Toiletries, right? That's yes. really important as well. Um, feminine care, yes. very, very, very important. Winter coats, foods. Um, we do not have a um, pantry per se, but you know the women do truly appreciate you know fresh foods that come into our facility. Um, they don't necessarily have access to those fresh foods. So I'm glad you brought that up. And I also want to know, like, you're not the regional food bank, so, like, right. you don't want strange people just dropping <laughs> uh, food right. off. So this right. does have to go through the director. Um, they're located at uh, 44 Washington Ave in Schenectady, New York, 12305. I'm giving you the uh, zip code only because sometimes our listeners like to write checks to our nonprofits and mail them to them. So YWCA of Northeastern New York, 44 Washington Washington Ave in Schenectady, New York, 12305. You certainly can get more information at www.ywca-neny.org. Then again, that's www.ywca-neny.org. And so if you guys are interested in attending an event, are you hosting any events? Yes, and what a great transition. Actually, October is our Domestic Violence Awareness Month. There are several events throughout the course of that month that um, individuals and or companies can partner with us on. Um, actually, what's very exciting is the celebratory event itself is actually a march through the historic district to the stockade, which is a, a celebration of all the good work that the YW does do in the community and that the, there is a need out there. So it's a great event. Um, if anyone is interested, please feel free to look at our website or you can reach out to me directly. Yeah, fantastic. All right, everyone, this is Maya McNulty, Fundraising Secrets. Hey, my friends actually call me the Fundraising Maverick, and I'm also hosting an event called the Fundraising Secrets Mastery Event. And if you can go to www.fundraisingsecrets.org, get your ticket and attend this event. You'll be able to visit our hometown, Schenectady, New York. Actually, Kendra McHale will be there as well, so you get to meet her in person. Yes, yes. So, guys, if you like this content, like it, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, share it with a friend, tag in an organization. We so appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Maya McNulty. I maximize fundraising by thinking like an entrepreneur. We'll catch you next time. Want more great content? Head on over to our Facebook page, Fundraising Secrets. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. Thank you for sharing this episode, and we'll catch you next time on Making Fundraising Fun Again. This is the podcast, Fundraising Secrets, and I'm Maya McNulty.